0: Welcome to Punk Frockers, a community sewing podcast brought to you by Jenny Hassler and Beverly Baptiste. Good morning, Jenny. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing pretty good here. Just got my hair done and I feel like a brand new person. I mean, you
1: look like a brand new person. That's really exciting. I always love it when a haircut comes out the way you want it to. I do need to get mine done today. It's gotten long and shaggy. And (laughs) so it feels like it's time to. And the way that I define long and shaggy, given that I keep mine at a quarter inch or so, is the point at which how I sleep affects the direction the hair is on my head. So it's at the point where where it moves around depending on how I slept on it. And so that means it's it's time to get rid of it again. There you go. So I feel like I've I've got like a military cadence to the haircuts, where I want it to be done before the sergeant is like, "That's too long."
0: Um, <laughs> so well, sure I think I, yours will be a quicker process than mine was because I mean, I think was, for sure, yeah. yeah. A few
1: hours, <laughs> oh, so. but I did read something interesting the other day that's not related to sewing, and I just have to throw it out there. I was reading an article that said that stress causes gray hair, but. That when you remove that stress, you can return your hair to its normal color, whatever color it used to grow out of your head as. Mm -hmm. And that feels unlikely to me, but I'm excited by finding out if that is true when I retire. So <laughs> because it's notably retired people do not have gray hair, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I think that, that's what they're renowned for. If you look at the AARP magazine, I think that it's clear gray hair is not a part of old age um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, i I found that one interesting, and I thought well that that doesn't sound true um, but, but it may also be that um, that there's a lot of stress associated with not having an income for most people who are retired, and so there may be something there as well. but I thought that was funny funny interesting um so from there shall we move on to sponsors <laughs> yeah let's do that
0: um this month noodlehead it has given us a pdf pattern and noodlehead has a number of um patterns for bags and so things that you could use for so not
1: clothes that is awesome i i love it and i i I have not made many bags from patterns. Have you?
0: No, I made the um, the free pattern from uh, Helen's Closet, which is a um, tote bag, a, yeah. li- a line tote bag with pockets. I've made that. Um, but I, I've i made very few bags.
1: I So I cut out the pattern for Helen's Closet's tote bag. I can actually see it from where I'm sitting um, the day it was released. I, I have not... I have not yet made it. It is on my list of things I would like to do um, because I, I use tote bags a ton and it I thought it was a really neat looking tote bag. And I had thought, like originally when I cut it out, I thought, oh, this is what I'm going to put everybody's gifts in for Christmas this year. Instead mm. of wrapping paper, I'm just going to make, I don't buy gifts for a lot of people. I'm just going to make tote bags and stick the gifts in those because then they also get a tote bag. And at this point I'm thinking, oh, I'm definitely not going to do that. Uh, (laughs) It's not on the list anymore. Um, But it was a good tote bag looking pattern. I thought it was a really neat design. So our next sponsor is Needle Sharp, who are offering a discount code to our listeners using the code PFNOV for November, short for November, P F N O V. So that's pretty cool. And that's in all caps. Absolutely. And then, um, I am also offering an assortment of labels and patches to one lucky winner this month and I will send those worldwide and I'm having so much fun doing the patches and the labels. And so it'll, it's going to be great. So (laughs) what have you been working on? What have you been sewing? Okay, so the thing I want to highlight for this episode is the dress I made out of Merchant and Mills Fabrics. Now, these went on sale 20% off at Domesticity. Um, They are not, spoiler alert, currently on sale. Um, But (laughs) but they went on sale, and I purchased two of them. I purchased a um, sort of a burnt orange uh, gingham check in a larger scale, so maybe one, one and a half inch checks on it. And I purchased a olive green with orange windowpane um, fabric from them. And I bought them and immediately, uh, sent Beverly pictures of the two of those along with a vintage bark cloth I had and said, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And, um, I believe your, your basic reaction was, huh,
0: (laughs) I don't know that I put all those things together. You said, what would you, how would you, how would you put these together? And I said, I wouldn't.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, I thought they were going to be amazing, but I will admit I also thought there was at least a 25% chance I would have I would have really wasted a lot of money on a lot. <laughs> on fabric. <laughs> um, so what I ended up doing for the first of two dresses that I've made out of these is I made the dress that I've been self drafting, but I cut it in half down the middle for the skirt and the bodice and I made one side of it the orange check and the other side of it the green windowpane. And I think it's it's really, really cute. It 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 came came out out really good. So well. And I did, I matched it up all the way up through the binding, the bias binding at the Oh my God. I didn't realize your binding, you did half half. Oh hell yeah. Look at that, right? Look at that. (laughs) And I will say I was no more than a thread or two off at any join where you had where they meet, which means no one's going to be able to see that. Right. Right. It's just one of those things where I might look at it and go, ah, oh, if I'd been one thread closer. But but even I'm not going to notice it most of the time. I did a really good job. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> I did you know, a it's very job it's very clip. cute. It's very cute. It's super adorable. So that's really the the big one I want to highlight for this time. Um I I love it so much. I think it came out really well. It's not one I'm going to be getting rid of anytime soon unless someone offers me buckets of money. Um because everything's for sale for a price, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we learned that in Indecent Proposal, I think. Um, <laughs> but, but, I, but I I, really do love this one. I've already worn it twice. I, I know it's going to get a lot of use out of me. I did briefly consider it as part of a Halloween costume where I could be like Two-Faced, but in a kicky dress. Mm. Um, <laughs> But that required makeup, and as we know, I'm trying to avoid makeup for my Halloween costume because it feels less professional for the series of meetings I have on Halloween day. We're recording this, obviously, just prior to Halloween. Um So, yeah, I love it. What have you been working on? Well...
0: I have been working on a couple of things for classes that we will talk about later. Um, one of them is a hand quilted vest using the Grainline Tamarack pattern, which has recently been updated to their new size range. So that's good. And we'll talk a bit about that later, but it's a hand quilting class that we're doing. Uh, the line Tamarack pattern, I think uh, assumes you use pre-quilted fabric, um, for it, but you can obviously quilt your own. And so I'm working on that. And the other thing that I've just started working on in my, um, creative hinterland class, one of the patterns is converting the sleeve into a grown-on sleeve. And I've started the process of that. And I don't, I think I'll make a 12 of it just to get the experience of doing this, but I don't think I'm going to make the actual thing because I don't know. I think grown on sleeves fit less well, especially if you have a big <laughs> chest. Um, the way it, they basically can, con- in this pattern is also converting the darts into ease. And I don't think that's a great look on somebody with a larger chest. So I doubt I'm going to actually make it for real, but it is a good experience of learning how that process works.
1: Okay, that's, that's interesting for me to keep in mind because I do plan for one of my self-drafted dresses to have a later version that has um, grown-on sleeves. Okay. Because i I like the look of a grown on sleeve, but I have also wondered if bat winging it a little bit would make it fit better. I have an impressive chest, but not nearly as impressive as several people that I know that mm-hmm. that maybe have more issues with that. Right. So mm-hmm. it's uh, that's interesting. Interesting. Okay. So you want to talk about some new patterns? Oh, I love talking about new patterns, even though I somehow never quite find time to make them lately. That's <laughs> bad, right?
0: Um. <laughs> no, it's not bad. Um, there's a new pattern from Love Notions called the Legato jeans, and they have a max size of, well, I've included the chest, but there's no chest measurement necessary for this, um, 15 inch <laughs> waist and 60 inch hip. That's just their size range. No, but um, I like and that it, you're
1: thinking that way anyway, because it's, I mean, it's, it's important to keep in mind all the measurements, even though suddenly you go, oh, but usually jeans don't, <laughs> Je- jeans don't. affect." I, your I love it. Um, okay.
0: So it is meant for denim with one to 3% spandex in it. So, um, uh, stretchy, but not super stretchy and it has curvy and straight waistband options and it has full and flat butt adjustments, which we discussed last time being a good, um, you know, uh, uh, nice to have. For, especially for something like jeans, has details like top stitching, rivets, and uh, metal button closure. Um, like Love Notions often does this. There's um, petite, regular, and tall heights included in that in their pattern, which I, I think is nice for people. And um, they have done adjustments for you in curvy and straight figures, which I appreciate.
1: Yeah, I think that's wonderful. Um, I appreciate it as well because it's it's helpful for everybody to be able to get to what it is they need. Right. I mean, yeah, that's gotta be a big part of your goal. I think those are, I think they're cute looking jeans. I, I'm always wanting to make my next pair, but I feel like it's something I want to do in a group of people. Like, I know Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about classes later, but I feel like what I'd like is a small group of four fat women who want to make jeans Mm -hmm. (laughs) together in the Western North Carolina area. So Well, that's
0: what happened when, (laughs) um, Layla came to do that jeans workshop. So you just need to get her to come to North Carolina. She's working in New York right now. So maybe
1: there you go. Maybe I can make that, make that a thing. I don't like have a space and I'm just a person, but, um, but I love that idea. I, I really do. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's the only pattern we have to talk about, but we have a lot of uh our main topic to talk about today, which is sewing classes.
1: I yeah, and I've I have so enjoyed hearing about your so liberated creative hinterlands sewing class, which I really do think I'm gonna end up taking at some point because I every time I look, so folks, click through to the show notes and look at just the line drawings. Of some of the many, many varieties of hinterlands and yes. note how little some of them look like the dress. Yes. Like when you look at them, you're like, but that's, that's not the hinterlands. That's something completely different. And it's yes. because you're using the hinterlands effectively as your sloper. I know it's not quite a sloper technically by definition, but you're basically using it that way. Yes. And it's, I, I, I don't have words. I think it's just, um, amazing.
0: Yeah, um, it, it really is teaching me a lot of drafting techniques, um, learning how to um, make things that have taking a regular, regular bodice pattern for a dress and turning it into a jacket, for example, and the ease associated there and how the ease plays out in the shoulders and stuff. Um, learning how to convert something to a wrap dress, learning how to convert to ra- raglan sleeves. Um and there's also, um, you know, there's, there's a part where I'm going to learn how to do pin tucks next. It's a very nice class. So I do want to mention that you get, um, you get videos for each lesson. There's a few videos in the beginning teaching you basics about, um, you know, pattern drafting stuff, uh, hacks and, uh, fitting. And then, um, y- you you get a so you get a special video for each hack and then you also have a like a forum where you can there's a group of they call it a support group and you go in there and you can post questions but you also can post mm-hmm. your finished makes and get like lots of positive feedback. Um but you learn so many different things. I mean one of the most the easiest things, but is going to be so useful to me is rotating darts. I really like darts that come at the waistline better than at the, um, the sides. And I think, you know, that can really, it it can be very helpful, especially when you're playing with certain patterns. Sometimes it'd be better to have a vertical dart than a sideways dart, um, in, in in your, in your, Uh, garment and this is very easy to learn how to do so um it's it's teaching you how to do um draft collars and um you know the all sorts of stuff so I really um I really like this class
1: you've 100 percent sold me on it it's one that I definitely I definitely want to take I I'm I'm really enjoying it so when you say that there are videos for everything do you maintain do you continue to have use of those videos after whatever the course period is, or is there a course period at all a
0: Course period? That's the thing is it's like, it's just set up there. And, um, I think it's, you know, you keep to keep having it forever or else one of these days I'm going to go in there and I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to have anything. Um, but I, I think you keep having it forever. Um, it has over 20 hours of video instruction in it, but you don't, you know, you you just go at your own pace. I haven't been going particularly fast in the class, but I think I'm one of the people who's furthest along. So I I think it's there forever, which is kind of nice um, to just be able to go. The only thing bad about something like that is I think that for some people,
1: if you have access to something forever, you don't ever do it. I I agree. I think that can be a a, a bad thing. I think there's also something about not having live classes. That can encourage you to put things off instead yeah, of exactly speeding speeding along at the pace with others and knowing you're going to have those conversation points and so forth.
0: Yeah, I think it, and because I'm, I also tend to be like, "Oh, look at that new pattern." Um, it's it's tough to stay focused on it, but I'm trying to, you know, when I go do something else, I try to then go back and do one from the creative hinterland class. And the fact that it was the class cost. um, which is for me a substantial amount for a class. So I'm trying to get good use out of it.
1: Yeah. And I I think, so for me, it feels like a thing that I may not try and take on until I'm at retirement point. Yeah. But that at that point, I can imagine this being something where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do one lesson a week and this is going to be part of my rhythm yeah. of, of life at that space. So I, I really like that idea. Um, and I enjoy looking at what's coming up. I'm dying to see what you do with Pintux because I think, I think it probably won't be your last time doing Text. I think you're going to enjoy the process of it and the design elements that it adds.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to try that as well. <clears throat> Okay, the next one that I have listed is the Soso Guild, and that's from Sarami, who has been on our show, and uh, Sarami Duffy, and there are different levels of membership for different prices. There are skill builder classes with in-depth instruction for specific sewing areas, including sleeves, collars, pockets, zippers, buttonholes, etc., and um in that guild um it has also a message board i'm a i'm a member of this and i have to say i haven't really taken advantage of the message board um just hasn't been my thing really but i think it's a great option for people um there's also sarami also has so so live which is her youtube channel which is totally free i actually the the guild is also free you can just if you if you join different membership level, then you can get the, the the skill builder classes for free or whatever. So you can purchase individual skill builder classes with a free membership, or you can have a certain kind of membership where you get them all free anyway. And then um the So So Live is her video channel, her YouTube channel, and Sarah Me just sews whatever garment she's doing on the video. So they're like two and three hours long. And they're usually there's somebody in there who's kind enough to timestamp it for her so that you can go and look at certain things. So for example, if you are making a pair of jeans, a certain pattern, you can look and see if Saramie's also made them and you're having trouble with putting the fly in. You can mm-hmm. click right to that port portion and, and watch it and see her do it. And Saramy is so experienced and, um, but also knows how to talk through what she's doing. So I think it's awesome.
1: That's that is really neat. Um, I have always enjoyed the videos of Ceramis that I've taken the time to watch, and uh, in many ways, I wish I'd take more time for that. But it, again, for me, it ends up coming down to sort of how do I want to spend my time, and finding it hard to watch the videos and sew at the same time because I'm not sewing the same thing. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, but I do, I do love Ceramis' approach to to educating folks. I, I think I think there's so much value offered there, and I, I can't believe. How high quality all of that is. Um, it's just yes. stunning. Really great. <clears throat>
0: So the next sort of category of classes um, is courses that are offered through local fabric stores. So many of these are focused on beginners um, and a lot of them, and, and many are not accessible to everyone. So I just want to put this out there right away. Um, I look for size inclusive patterns. If the patterns aren't size inclusive, I'm not joining it even if I fit into it because i um, I don't curate my life with just a select group of people. I yeah. want to in- encourage, you know, more than, but I would let the store know, Hey, I'm not going to take it because it's not inclusive. Um, Luckily my local store domesticity uh, cares <laughs> about that. And when they offer pattern specific classes, they're usually a size inclusive pattern or there are two options. So it right. might be that they offer, you know, before ginger jeans was, size inclusive. They had just the ginger jeans and then they also had the cashmere. I think it's Ames. Ames. Yeah. Yeah. So they had different patterns that were available and they work with people of different sizes. Um, another thing to consider is that not all the rooms are everyone are easy for everyone to get around in. I will say that at domesticity, um, there's with the way things are now, um, we, we seem to have enough room. Part of that, I think, has been helped by COVID because people are separate. Yeah. Um, but I will say that, you know, if somebody who um, used a wheelchair or something wouldn't be able to attend because it's upstairs. the classroom. Right. But. Um, the, yeah. The and size- I, I
1: appreciate yeah. your calling those things out. I know for me, I have a favorite fabric store in Raleigh-Durham that, um, disappointingly, anytime they offer a class, it usually ends at a big four size 20. Um, they're offered by sort of couture. So it's my size classes are, and they end at that size 20. And when I've inquired about it, the response has essentially been, Oh, well, you'll learn skills you can apply to larger patterns. And I'm like, yeah, I, you know, it's a thousand dollars to come and attend this class. And mm. I can't believe that you continually offer classes that leave me 100% excluded and that your response is. Well you can use those skills for something different. <laughs> it's like well, this yeah, it makes class, me feel icky about everything. <laughs>
0: the class that I'm taking right now is um is kind of interesting because it's the um it's this quilted tamarack jacket and yeah. we're converting it into a vest. So that I think because it's hand quilted, it'll take longer. Um interestingly, there are I guess the I think there's four, but one person was sick last week, so there was only three of us in the class. But the two others are quilters who this is their their way into garment sewing. And I'm a garment sewist and this is my right. way into quilting. So <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, and the teacher does quilting mm-hmm. and garment sewing as well. I, I recommend it because it's a good way for you to meet sewing local sewing friends and um, and a way to learn new skills. And so um, if they have actually regular quilting classes, I might attend one because I've never really learned. I just learned from my grandma sort of scrapping together quilts, which may be all I really want to do. Um, my grandma tied hers with yarn. So instead of yeah. doing machine quilting, so I might just do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, tied quilts are a really valid art form and I've definitely tied a fair number of quilts myself. Although most of mine I do, like I think you've done for your art quilts, like really close sewing. Mm -hmm. Like I quilt a quarter inch to a third of an inch apart from each other. So Mm -hmm. they're very, um, they've got a lot of texture to them. Yeah. Well, awesome. So I'm taking Confident Pattern Making and Drafting from Urbacchia Studio. That's uh, Victoria Warner. Um, You can find her at Urbacchia Studio on Instagram. And I've also linked to the website for the course. Um, the way the course is set up, I actually don't think I'm allowed to say how much it costs. I will say it is quite expensive. Um, and it's value to you is probably dependent on the idea that you want to learn this for the purpose of commercializing it somehow, right? You either that. want to make patterns to sell, or you want to make garments to sell, and you want to be able to create those patterns yourself. So that's where the value is. Um, you're- starting off by having to learn illustrator. And I will say that's literally where I'm stuck. I am finding it much harder than I thought it would be to learn illustrator without a person sitting next to me and assisting. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not frustrated with the class for it. It's not their fault that I don't know how illustrator works and there are video instructions and so forth. And I've got kind of a picture for it, but I'm, I'm at a place where, and this is going to sound so dumb if you know illustrator. And if you don't, probably this is going to sound really weird and useless, but essentially we go through setting up all the things with Illustrator, having the appropriate toolbars set up the way we want them and all of this. And then the final sort of graduating exercise from, do you know the basics of using Illustrator is an image of a banana and you outline it. That's your, that's your task because there's curves and straight spaces and you're, you're trying to be accurate and whatever. And the way that you make curves is you basically make a line, you stick a a dot on it. That's a handle. And then you maneuver the handle in a way in order to make a curve. And from my brain's perspective, and I wish I was making this up, from my brain's perspective, whatever it is I do to move that handle point, I have no idea how my movement is related to the curve it creates. (laughs) And I can't, no matter how many times I just grab it and I'm like, I'm just going to go to the right an inch. I'm going to go to the right an inch and see what happens because then maybe I can put it together and understand how that curve is forming. I can't understand it. And so I'm at the place where I genuinely feel like I just need someone to put their hand on my hand on the mouse and go, no, you go like this. <laughs> and, and on a digital class, that's a lot harder to accomplish. So I have an appointment on Tuesday to, to work one-on-one with Victoria to try and figure, cause if I can get past this, I feel like we're at the part of it that I'm going to be good at. Like where I understand the basics of what a bodice looks like and, right. you know, measurements and things like that. And so if I can figure out how to make the Curve, I will, <laughs> I will be able to get to that space. So, so, this part, if I had known in advance that my brain was going to struggle with Illustrator, what I would have done is I would have taken a co- class at my community college on Illustrator. And then I would have come and signed up for the course because then I would be using the, I'm going to say, eight or 10 module video series on Illustrator to learn how to set up for pattern making in Illustrator instead of how to use the functions of Illustrator in any way? I don't know if that makes sense, but that's that does. that's uh, my so regret there.
0: That's a that's a good point. And actually, someone was asking me about this class, and I had said I knew that you had had some struggles with Illustrator, and they had said, "Oh, I know how to use Illustrator."
1: So for them, this would be a yeah. great class. Yeah, absolutely. I think it would be much better, much better if you already have that knowledge. So I'm going to speak with Victoria about that on Tuesday. See if she can help get me to where I need to be. I did buy a. I'm going to say Wacom tablet. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what it is, but it's like a, it's, it's, you're using it instead of a mouse. So I was talking to someone in the next class I'm going to describe about, um about my struggles with Illustrator. And they said, well, would you be open to using a tablet? And I'm like, I have an iPad. I mean, I'm like, I didn't understand mm-hmm. the question because <laughs> I'm like, I have an iPad, but I thought I was supposed to use it on a computer. So I've been doing mm-hmm. that. And they're like, no, no. I mean, like, that you use as the mouse for your computer. Like, yeah. and I'm like, Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. So, so I've gotten this and this person, um, Ruby from Spokes and Stitches has suggested that perhaps, um, they could help me. We could do an exchange of information. I have some, I have some advice and she has some advice and then we could exchange that advice in order to have nice. me understand how to use that as well. So I've got a couple of pads I'm going to use for this. Once I get past that. I think I'm going to fly through. I think I'm going to be at the space where I'm going to have to obviously learn tons and and reprint patterns over and over and over to get it quite right. Mm -hmm. But I think that part's the fun part. And I think it's the part I'm going to get to relatively quickly. I will say there are some things in the illustrator section that I've already completed. I was really pleased with like um, basically if you're going to make something that fits an A4, you're going to create a layer to go over a pattern so you're, you're creating the pattern on a big piece of paper and then you put a layer over it. That looks, that's the different pages. Mm, I don't know how to say that differently. I created the different pages. Like I've done that layer. So that part I understood and was able to do, but, but there are no curves there. <laughs> <So> that, <laughs> that, that part felt easier. So it's not that I'm incapable. It's just this curve thing. For whatever reason in my brain, there's no connection between what my hand is doing and the resulting curve. And I know there is a connection. I cannot I cannot figure it out. So that's a lot of information about the very first part before you get to the really meaty part. And that's because I'm not at the meaty part. I'm stuck on this section. Um, I do think the explanations... From Victoria in the illustrator section and in the area before, where you're, you're measuring your body and you're doing these other things, so great, they're great. The videos are good, the explanations are good. Um, it's a it's a cheerful, upbeat tone in the videos, which I really appreciate because it, I just start by thinking, oh, she believes in me, and <laughs> that's super helpful. And when I talk with Victoria, I get the exact same thing because I'll I'll definitely be really hard on myself about stuff like. Again, setting up Illustrator, you're supposed to create... We created our own toolbars, and I hit the make a new toolbar, and I'm like, where the fuck's the toolbar? There's no... Nothing popped... What? There's no toolbar. And she was patient and kind through all of that, which really... I felt like she should just be saying, okay, boomer to me, even though I'm not a boomer and I understand why that's not okay. But it, but it's that mindset for myself. I feel like my brain is atrophied mm-hmm. at times during this. And yet I know, I know it's not, I know I'm agile and able to do this. <laughs> and her tone helps me to remember that, which I really appreciate. So on our next update about this, I really hope to be able to say, look, it's a button fitted shirt that I will never wear because I don't like those but it fits and it's buttons and I made it and it's going to be exciting. So hopefully that's our our next update in December will be regarding the great progress I've made. <clears throat> I am also taking a class with Maggie McGill, who is an Instagram um, sort of business coach, I guess is what I would say, for people who want to grow the part of their business that's associated with Instagram. So you want better engagement. you want um, You want, I don't know, follower behavior to be what you're looking for. So engagement and possibly purchasing or, or other, depending on, you know, what kind of business you are and things like that, but also talking about things like, um, what is, what is your brand? Like, how do you define even sort of, in a, on a big scale, what it is you're trying to put out there. And if you were designing your website or whatever else, what kind of, what mood would it be? What does that look like? What do you want to convey to, to people who are interacting with you? And I find it interesting because as you know, I'm taking the pattern drafting class because I want to sell dresses mm-hmm. and that means at some point I have to define things like, what is, what is my brand? What, what am I trying to convey to people? I'm sort of an overarching level and I've, I've really been enjoying it. Um, it was recommended to me by Ruby of Spokes and Stitches and I hopped on a couple weeks late, um, for this class. Um, it's again, it's a fairly expensive class and there's also private coaching offered and things like that. Um, but, but I found it really valuable. There are exercises every other week. And then in the alternating week, you have group meetings where everybody who's taking the same, who's in your cohort, you all get together and talk and you have the opportunity to say, you know, I'm really, I'm really struggling with this. There's, you know, there's this way that I'm finding it hard to go out there and put out the content that's been recommended. What, what do you do to overcome that? And things like that, which I find I find really interesting and helpful. I'm enjoying that group environment, um, which I would not have expected. <laughs> I'm not always a group environment person, um, but I'm I'm definitely really really enjoying it. And it's um, it's I think it's encouraged me to do some things I would not normally do. So for the past couple of weeks, when I make patches, I I post pictures of the uncut patches as I'm doing them on my Instagram, and I just am like, you know what? And I sell those for seven fifty a pop reach out if you want one. I've actually sold a lot of them, which is wild to me because I don't, I don't have a website for it. I'm definitely not a professional at it, but even just making the ask was, was a positive thing. And that's something I'm learning, learning from that class. So not quite sewing related, but for at least some of our listeners, I bet they've got a sewing side business or would like to have one. And so there's, there's definitely some value in there. Yeah.
0: Um the next one is the Sew It Academy, and this is Meeb G Sewing School. Um, there are step by step courses, and um they have um instructions, um you know, videos, and you have um, I think it's it's um forever access to it. Um and the courses are designed to build on the skills learned in the previous course, which I think is a great way. It's kind of like you know, uh, you know, going through your grades in school. And, um, there's some nice features of just, I think technical features, like they, they advertise that there's an auto resume. So when you log in, you get right back to where you left off, which I find very helpful because actually that's not true in my, um, it, it's sort of true in my, uh, so liberated class, but when I'm in the middle of a video, it doesn't do that. So I think that's, that's actually would be helpful. And there's, um, lots of um courses they have tons of courses um i think it looks like a total of about 83 courses that they have so
1: yeah and it it looks to me like it's a uh it's a monthly oh it's like a monthly subscription
0: oh i see i see so you get all the courses you know, as fast as you right. can.
1: <laughs> so you can get, yeah. So you can get men's and women's for $18 a month, or you can focus on just men's or women's wear for $12 a month, or there's kids' patterns as well. And you can, it's just one course and you can pay $40 to have it for all time. Um, so
0: I think this is really interesting because $12 a month, if you were to dedicate yourself to it, that would be a lot of course material. And that's a very inexpensive class. right. Um, but if even you if you left at it and you didn't do it, then it might not, it may be expensive <laughs> over time.
1: Well, yeah, but if you were to do it sort of like I was describing, I would do the hinterlands thing. If you were to do it one month, like every month you committed to doing a course, $12 for an online course, it's not yeah. a, not an unreasonable price. So, that's
0: um, really good. so yeah,
1: thing. I, I think that's, I think that's really interesting. Um, neat.
0: So this is this next one I hadn't heard of until I was kind of doing some research for the show. And the next one is New York sewing and they <sighs> offer in-person or virtual classes. This is from New York city's garment district. And there's all sorts of different classes in there. Um, and they have one-on-one private lessons that you can get. Um, and that's like around 60 bucks, but they also have, you know, specific classes that you, that you, that you do like an online workshop. I think most of our listeners don't live in New York city. So um, they would probably be most interested in the online workshops, but they've had, you know, a knit jumpsuit class. They've had um, a virtual fashion summer camp for kids. Uh, there's, there's, You know, kind of tons of different classes offered. So you can have, it depends on which kind of class you have, depends on the price and they can last. They could just be an hour class. They can be a full day class or even two to three hours a
1: week for up to six weeks. So I thought that was, that was pretty cool. So as an example, I'm looking at their virtual Zoom pattern-making class for beginners, which is $300. And in the class, you would learn how to make a custom pattern to your own measurements, the terminology associated with it, drafting that pattern, and measuring yourself appropriately. And the pattern is a skirt. So you're going to walk away with a skirt sloper. And um, this one is uh, five weeks, two hours per week. So 10 hours total, and it's $300. That's great. So just to give you some context on that.
0: The next one that we have here is the English Tailor. So, um, I had never heard of this either, but the English Tailor has a YouTube channel with instructions for all types of menswear. I think they also have specific classes that are, you know, you pay for, for private material, but I think everyone should check out this English Tailor. I think that, um, it would be, I'd kind of like to look at it like they have, um, a series on just, I call them vests. What do people call them? Waistcoats. So they have, they have all kinds of stuff like that. So
1: that's really neat. And I, I do think YouTube videos have such an important role to play in how people learn things. So there are also, of course, tons and tons of other sew alongs that can range from like really simple help with a specific pattern issue you're having. I've used those for a pattern where there's some instruction that's just a little baffling for me. Um, a great example of that is using the videos that Leela and just put out for um Muna and Broad related to the noise genes. Mm-hmm. There were there were free classes, essentially sew alongs for each segment of making those pants, which I found helpful when I got to the fly, which I still screwed up, but um, but it wasn't their video that did it. It was the part where I forgot what what looking at something in reverse looks like. <laughs>
0: so well that anyway we have a whole segment of those type of of classes which are from indie pattern makers yep that includes um some of them are purchased and some of them are free Helen's closet has free sewing tutorials on all their patterns um and i've Included a link to those. Um, Closet Core has a class on ginger jeans. It's a very in-depth class, and so the, it, there is a cost to it. Cashmerette offers several types of classes. Um, they may not be for individual patterns, but they use individual patterns to, to do like pants fitting and bras fitting and jeans. And um, so there's a lot of it. So over it has a stitch school and that's got either specific patterns. There, a lot of it is specific patterns and some of it's just per- particular parts of patterns. And some of them are just like a $5 class on how to do a full bust adjustment in this particular pattern.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, which I, I think is a, a really neat thing to, to see offered for sure. And then you'll find on your um, Instagram, if you look at some of your favorite Instagram sewists, you're going to find that they have sew alongs or tutorials as well in there pinned to their profile, for example. So there's a lot of different access points depending on the level of instruction or training you're looking for.
0: Yeah, I think in general, if you're working on a pattern and you're feeling a little bit insecure, like maybe it's a little bit of a push for you, if you look, If you Google that pattern and put tutorial, you may well find a YouTube video or a blog post where someone has done a sew along and just watching someone else do it. And especially because in general, I think when people reach the tricky point of it, they take a little extra time to describe that. So that's a really good way to to get some extra
1: instruction. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100 percent. And I
0: and the final thing I think we have listed here is uh, Skillshare and Skillshare has classes in pattern making, sewing, draping. Um, and you can get these. And these are people that like, I'm not as familiar with because they're not really part of the Instagram sewing community, or at least the part that, that I'm part of. Um, right. But a lot of them are, you know, fashion labels and stuff that put things out. Um And you know, you can learn a lot of different things. Um, in one of them, you know, they talked about a pattern designing one. you end up learning how to make a classic t-shirt, which I think is kind of cool, especially makes sense that maybe that's a, maybe that's an intro thing in pattern design because a lot of indie pattern companies put out t-shirts and maybe that's why I don't know. Um, but they have, um, you can take a, you get a 30 day free trial, there's a basic membership that's free with limited access. And then a premium membership costs $32 a month, which is more than the Mimi G one for sure, um, but maybe with different types of things that that people are interested in. I think it kind of depends on what level you're looking at and where you're wanting to step up with these classes.
1: Yeah, I, I agree that that seems like a, a neat one to, uh, to have as a thing. Um, I did want to note that it's really similar to uh, Craftsy, which is I think they've been several things over the years. Like I think Craftsy went out of business and became something else, and then that thing went or
0: something, yeah,
1: yeah, and then that thing went out of business and became Craftsy again. (laughs) So it's Craftsy right now, and that one's nine dollars a month, ninety dollars for a year, so you get a little bit of a savings to do a full year. And I will say that for Craftsy or Creative Bug, I can't remember which one it is,
0: you can get at any time, if you look up a discount code, you can get
1: a $2 and 95 cents per year. Oh, that's really nice to know. Um, the, the other thing with this one is it's, um, they have a number of free classes as well. And of course they have a free trial, just like Skillshare does. Um, I've taken a number of their classes and really enjoyed them. And I've taken them across a wide variety of areas. I've taken some cooking classes, some baking classes, um, as well as uh, a variety of uh, sewing classes, and they now have a feature that I had not seen previously, where you're able to share some of your classes with other people. Oh, so there's a, a limited way that that can be used, but you're able to to share it with with some folks. I saw that as a link on their website when I went and took a look just now. So um, I did find that to be to be interesting and yeah. uh, and potentially really valuable. I mean, as a thing it notes uh, membership sharing, you can share with up to 3 of your friends. That's um, great. And Crafty is one of the ones that I I do have a membership in and I've uh I've really I've enjoyed it um in the past I used to so they periodically put um uh what you might call it uh classes on sale cuz you could you could also buy you could buy the classes instead of having a monthly membership so it'd be there'd be sale pricing and I'd always buy any class that was interesting to me when they'd have a discounted price and things like that. But I see now that there's membership sharing, which I had not experienced before, but, um, but if I, you know, if I had a co-host or somebody who was interested in that, yeah, that I could totally share that. Um,
0: That's awesome. <laughs> they also, and I think it was craftsy. So I get mixed up between craftsy and creative bug all the time. And I think it was craftsy that has these um, shirt making classes um I think that's the one that I took when I was learning to make um when I was making like a classic button-up shirt for Jim but I I'm not sure if that's the one <laughs> it, it was recommended to me by Alex judge actually to me and to everyone else that watches Alex judge yeah youtube videos because it was a youtube video that recommended it to me but um
1: <laughs> i like the idea that it was personal for you though, yeah, so just yeah i thought it was that. pretty
0: personal just to me but um it was a really good um class and i i'm i'm i've lost the name right now but there's um very good classes available on craftsy and creative bug yeah. whichever it may be
1: I, I agree 100%. I've definitely enjoyed some of the ones I've taken. And there was a period when um, we were between children having moved home where I had set up a room um, with, a, with a Chromecast and a large television so I could actually watch on the big TV while I was doing. And um, it, was, it was a really neat thing to be able to do. So, yeah, I recommend Craftsy. Yeah. Um, But with that, I think we're at the part of the show where we uh, ask people to rate and review us. Obviously, five stars is the best way to make sure other people are able to find our content. And we love seeing your reviews. They're, They're awfully fun. I've actually got a few that I'm going to be sharing on our Instagram coming up soon because I always enjoy seeing what people have to say about the show. Um, Not just because of the dopamine hit. Um, And (laughs) In addition, we want to remind you to join our Patreon. And that's at patreon.com slash punkfrockers. And of course, um, you can join at the supporting level, the um, the gift, uh, no, crap. Okay, there's friends of the show. There's friends with benefits and friends with gifts. That's right. I couldn't remember the order of that. I'm like, it's not friends with gifts first, because benefits are you get to listen to our bonus episodes, which are- Are usually really great. I will say that we sometimes record those out of sync with when they're when they're released, or I don't always remember them quite. And uh, <laughs> the most the most recent one um, I did there's like a, a two minutes of the episode you shouldn't listen to, and we warn you if, you're, um, if you if if issues of abuse would be upsetting to you. And I would completely forgotten <laughs> that that was in there until I started getting the kindest messages from listeners, Aww. and I'm like I'm like. Oh my gosh, that's right. <laughs> and, and so it was, it was just, it was an interesting moment <laughs> because, because I remembered as soon as i got a message but until then i i had not so apparently i blanked that out um but that means you you sometimes get a more of a peek than perhaps you want into our private lives but we also talk about sort of tangential topics um in addition to other things i i think it's really neat content and we appreciate your supporting that and of course friends with gifts um we're coming up on the one year anniversary of our patreon which means sometime between now and then we'll definitely be sending out a gift yes (laughs) So thank you We appreciate you And we will See you next next Tuesday The Punk Frockers Is created Produced
0: and edited By Beverly Baptiste And Jenny Hassler On Instagram You can find the podcast At Punk Frockers You can find Jenny At J.O. Hassler And Beverly At Weeds to Wildflowers Our artwork and music Is created and performed By Jim Duran. You can find him On Instagram And his website At jimduran.art